previously on Podzilla King of the Casters. Nolan was uh, doing stuff, I don't know, his usual weird stuff, and Brandon had two working legs. <laughs> Find out this episode what happened. <laughs> <laughs> Play the theme song. You take an ancient dinosaur gut and some toxic waste. You get a monster who stomps around and tries to eat your face. You take some kaiju media, some assholes, and a mic. You get a podcast that'll make you rethink your whole life. So come watch Godzilla with Podzilla, King of the Casters with Envy and Brandon, and Jasper, who's a dog. Hi, folks. Welcome to Podzilla, King of the Casters. Hi. Uh, <laughs> I'm your host, MV Nightingale. And I am your other, uh, currently, temporarily disabled host, <laughs> Brandon. So producer folks. Jasper is... Uh, we haven't done a Producer Jasper joke in a long time. It's been a while. Yeah. Uh, currently gnawing on an ankle. Yeah. Thankfully, it's a beef bone ankle. Unthankfully, it is a... Oh, wait, no. <laughs> there, I thought you were saying, thankfully, he is a dog. And I was going to th- say, unthankfully, it is a human ankle. <laughs> yeah, he's a dog, folks. Yeah. So, um, just wanted to give a... So, folks, I... We I missed st- a week. I, we missed a week, and let me just tell you why. So, folks... I had hubris. I had hubris, my my children, my flock. No... Nolan and I had discussed weeks ago, weeks ago, weeks ago, folks, scheduled in the good name of our Lord, uh, you know, Google Docs, that we would wait until episode six was out of it, of the new season of Attack on Titan to cover it. Because I was, I was confident, folks, my golden calf was that... Spoilers, full spoilers for these episodes, folks, that the rumbling would not have started until episode six. I was so confident about this that I said, we're going to wait until episode six until it comes out. But folks, I've been keeping, I was keeping track of each episode of this, just like watching like the last minute to see, okay, here's where we are. And episode five, oh shit, it ends with Aaron's genocidal speech <laughs> so at that moment I said fuck uh, Nolan Nolan my my Judas <laughs> we need Judas? to record it we need to record it this time or I was my own Judas if you would the showrunners who decided to move things around from the manga the, the, was that my patch t- of ice had me Ask you to come up and meet me at the bus stop. Exactly, folks, <laughs> in my mind. And we were about to record the episode, and I was I was walking the producer, not in a sexual way. He is a dog, and a, a, a dastardly, cowardly patch of ice did me in. And folks, I I landed. In the the Lord being our number one fan of this podcast, smited me down with the power of a large patch of ice that really, probably, legally should be sanded. Yeah. And I hit the ground hard, folks, with the shatter of having an episode out last week. <laughs> oh, slipping through my fingers. So I'm pretty sure Brandon's bones are just made out of like 
hardened toothpaste. Somehow, so bit over. So somehow, uh, I landed just perfectly to shatter my tibia, fibula, and ankle. <laughs> somehow, in the perfect combination. Uh, but yeah, I was in the hospital for six days. It was not fun. And um, I'm currently in a little rap cast thing and gonna. I got about six weeks of recovery and then I'll start being able to walk again, which will be nice. But until then, I got lots of time to watch shows and catch up on stuff. So, um. And you guys get to feel nostalgic because we're back to our shittier audio quality <laughs> instead of in our makeshift recording studio. We're back out in the living room, baby. Oh, yeah. Hear that nice echo. But, um, yeah, so we had plenty of time to watch things, and we did watch something today. Uh, we watched the first couple episodes, like, three weeks ago, so I'm gonna have to pull up my notes for those ones. But, yeah, as the title says, we're now, up to the point of this recording, we're now... We've watched until episode 80, like we've watched episode 80, and then after our break, like we'll say it, after a break, we're going to talk about 81 and 82, because we're recording this on a Sunday, and 82 isn't even out yet. <laughs> so, well, let's talk about it. So, Attack on Titan, season four, part, the final season, part two, really just season five. Yeah. Um, <laughs> really well, just season really five. really just season, and like... Six? Because so season one, three was really two seasons. Yes. Part one, part two. Yeah, one, two. One, so one three, two, four, three, four, five, 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 six. Yeah, five. Season six. Six, yeah. Six. So, a lot of stuff, and... The halves come out a year apart and follow distinct narrative arcs instead of a cohesive season one. They even have new openings and endings. <laughs> like, yeah, they're, like, they're seasons. They're seasons, they just have weird namings. Yeah. So, we watched uh, the... We're up to date. We the most recent episode we watch up with recording is episode eighty from you two thousand years ago. Uh, by the end of the episode, it will be uh, episode eighty two because 82. we're gonna take a break. Yeah, we watch gonna, those two. Yeah. So yeah, um, that's what we watched, and holy fuck, <laughs> the thing I read the manga like a year ago, and I was I've been waiting for these things to be animated. <laughs> So how many issues of the manga is from you 2,000 years ago? Oh, from the start? Like, the episode, because, like, I know I've been, I've been reading Beastars, because <laughs> I want to get into Chainsaw Man, and they were out of Chainsaw Man, and Brandon uh, likes Beastars, so... That's getting, uh, Chainsaw that. Man's getting animated this year. Ooh, nice, but, uh, but yeah, so, I... Buy Chainsaw Man. Something goes awry. They were out of it the first time I went to try and get it. Second time I impulsively bought a ukulele instead. <laughs> uh, it has brought me a lot of joy. I like uking. But, uh... <laughs> uking, as the kids say. Yeah, uh, so... But, uh, yeah, so it's... So what, yes. what were you trying to say? Oh, like, yeah, so what? with Beastars, I know it's like... Like, each volume of Beastars is roughly like an episode and a half of the show. Okay. So like with Attack on Titan is that like was From You 2000 Years Ago just a whole volume you bought? From You 2000 Years Ago was a chapter. Okay. It's a, it's a long chapter. Okay. Um, 
Keep in mind, the chapter, I think it's a, it's around 123. Yeah. There's 139 chapters in the whole series. Uh, it's around, so we're, we're getting around to the end game. We're getting pretty close to the end game now. Um, from you 2,000 years ago, the, the chapter starts with the historian being like, what's, who's that girl in the picture? And then ends with Aaron turning into the founding Titan. (laughs) That is one chapter. So I'm wondering, uh, just going around, what are your, let's let's backtrack a bit. What are your thoughts about these six episodes? So I do think Attack on... So it's Attack on Titan at the best it's been so far. Animation, story, uh, characterization-wise. I'm... I I have some reservations we'll get into when we get to From You 2000 Years Ago uh, that uh, I would like to talk about a bit, but, like, uh, let's let's get to wait till we get to it. For okay. That. Okay. So overall, you think this is some this is some good shit. <laughs> yeah, I think it's really good. I I just yeah, we'll we'll talk about it when we get to it. Huh? Yeah. Okay. So yeah, I think my thoughts are similar. Where I think there's gonna be some stuff from like oh, about it, but okay, the bacteria spine is stupid. That's what it is. I think the bacteria spine is really fucking stupid, and we'll talk about that in a bit. But, but okay. I just to, okay. to prep you. All right, all right. So, okay. So I think that um, for me in these episodes, it's like I feel like season four, part one is really, really great and introspective stuff. But like, you don't, you know, purposely they don't show their hands. Like you know what Zeke wants to do. You know Aaron's following Zeke, but you don't really know if he's supposed to do like, by the end of these episodes, you know exactly what Aaron's trying to do. (laughs) He literally fucking broadcasted it to the world (laughs) about what he wants to do. And I think it kind of I really love that moment. Like, that really does the whole thing for me where it's like, this is a recontextualization of fucking everything. Where it's like Pre, you know, just a few episodes ago, uh, you know, Marley and Paradis are fighting, like, ah, oh, the Armor Titans fighting, uh, you know, fighting people and fighting stuff, and they're all fighting each other, and then, like, at the end of episode 80, Aaron's like, go after me now, like, I am the central threat now. Yeah. And you feel that, because it's, like, trends, it's, like, showing all the people, and it's like, oh, my fucking god, like, he, he want, oh my god, so, I think, uh... Yes, I think animation level, best the show's been. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Fucking gorgeous. Uh, same with, I think the changes they've currently made to the manga in terms of, not like, oh, they, they this is different than the manga. It's more just, this happened uh, at a different point. Yeah. Just showing you. I think it's better. Like, uh, we can get to it. We'll have a lot to say about episode 80. But um, I think that one was strengthened by the fact that they didn't, do the manga pacing because the manga pacing really hits a break heel at like halfway through and you don't really get Aaron's speech until I thought that's what I thought was going to be an episode after but no like they did it I think episode 80 was like the perfectly constructed thing where it was like this is exactly what it needs to be now so it was great but oh my god the 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 production value is so good like the 3D animation is a lot better 
And you can really tell that in certain moments they realized that 2D was the better way. If it was like a close-up or like things like that. Like, you know, uh, Ymir's Founding Titan is all 2D. Because like, yeah. why would you make a, a model of that? Yeah. <laughs> like, and it made a lot of sense, their decisions and stuff. And, oh my, mwah, very, very good stuff. Um, I'm excited about the second half, but I... I'm also, like, I'm really excited about the second half of the season because I know the crazy shit that's going to be happening, but I'm also kind of like, dang, like, these were, like, it feels weird now because these were some of the biggest moments I was looking forward to. Yeah. And now those are past, and I'm like, oh, shit. But I'm glad to see them. So, that's me. Which means there's only one moment left to be excited for. That's Redemption Arc, baby! I think Dad shows up in the next episode. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> it's gonna be a pretty, uh, pretty uh, definitive ending, I think, <laughs> on the Daz story. But we'll get there. Daz will get there. live. <laughs> book of Daz. <laughs> it's the book of Daz, and by the end, it just becomes like an Armin story. Um, <laughs> spoiler joke for Book of Boba Fett there. <laughs> Which I recently found out I have to actually watch because I really, care about the Mandalorian. You really just have to watch the last three. That's what everybody's been telling Plus me. Plus, they also I saw a clip. They have Cad Bane, and you know Cad Bane's my favorite Star Wars. Character. But he doesn't show up till the end, or he doesn't show up until the last few episodes. Yeah. So start episode five, Nolan. Take the plunge with me. <laughs> five, six, and seven. Fuck the the previous episodes. They don't really matter. Why wouldn't they just put this material in season three, three of, of Mandalorian? Why? Do you think it was like a desperation act where it was just like, nobody's watching Book of Boba Fett? Or like they knew it while they were making it? I mean, I think. Because like, I would never fucking watch any Book of Boba Fett if it didn't have Mando stuff now. Yeah. Like, it's, ah, it's weird. I don't like that decision because it makes me nervous about other Star Wars shows where it's like, I want to watch Kenobi when that comes out. Is it going to be like, it's Mando season four, like halfway through. <laughs> That'd it's be gonna very be... hard. That, that's <laughs> it. In the next season of Mandalorian, before Kenobi, Mando discovers time travel. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and then, <laughs> in the sequence, Mando sits Kenobi down and says, "You need to die here. You need to die." <laughs> Okay, even if you die, even after you die. We're bringing it back to Bringing it back, because that's important. So, uh, I guess by now, you know, we have overall thoughts, and I think now is about the point. Let's start breaking down the episodes. Okay, yeah. Uh, so, the first two, uh, are, we're just gonna we're gonna, it. Yeah, we're gonna go really quick between the first two, because we watched those weeks ago. Um, I will say, I really loved the, uh, I'm, uh, I'm a Gabby stan now. <laughs> Gabby Gab- has a really good moment. Yeah. Gabby and fucking... Falco. Falco. Yeah. I was about to say Flock, but no. Flock. Yeah, <laughs> yeah Flock, your favorite. Uh, I, Everybody's I, got I, Flock I had, fever. I had a fun Flock moment <laughs> in these episodes. Yes. So, uh, I guess we can roughly do it. You know, some of this may be in six, uh, 76, some of this might be 77, but like, overall. So, 76 Judgment. Uh... The first shot is Zeke hanging dong, or hanging butt. But before that, we see the first uh, direct showing of Ymir, or the second. In season four, part one, she shows up for a split second after Zeke 
uh, pulls the missile. Yeah. And I was like, oh! And you were like, that seems important. <laughs> yeah, the founder Ymir. The founder Ymir. And... Oh, more importantly, though, and this is something that's very interesting to me, because they're playing very coy with it. Hanji is claiming that Levi is dead to the to flock. Uh... Who wants to, you know, who's, you know, who's like, ah, I've got to destroy everyone. And he's like, resistance. let me check. And she takes the in very bad shape looking Levi, uh, possibly corpse, probably not corpse, and just fucking rolls into the river with it. Yeah. Fucking Hobbit, <laughs> Hobbit barrel scene style. <laughs> yeah, so... They get out, so that's the way they escape. Yeah. We don't really, we haven't really we seen have, them much since then. We get one flash of Hanji. We'll talk about, but yeah, but not much since then. Yeah. So, yeah, so Z King's dong, and basically like all everyone's like max machinations are starting to come to a head. Like I remember, I think it's the Jaegerists are talking to Zeke, <laughs> and they're like, "What do you want to do now, Master Zeke, or something?" And they're and he's like, "I gotta meet Aaron. Like we agreed, we gotta meet Aaron." Yeah. So then we get all stuff about um. You see Marley are, like, descending on... I think it's Shiganshima again. <laughs> so yeah. the third time Shiganshima. And they're like, here's our goal. We just need to fucking kill... We need... Our main goal is uh, we can't let Zeke and Aaron touch. That's their big thing. It's like, we need to fucking kill Zeke or kill Aaron or kill both. Because they're, like, the lock and the key. Yeah, because... Here's the thing, folks, and we're going to learn this later on in the season, but sometimes when they touch, the honesty is too much. Because <laughs> every time I touch, I get this feeling. <laughs> also, okay, so I've got Attack on Titan question for you. Okay. Might be very stupid. So, Shingashima, repopulated, finally. Yeah. Uh, Not for long, but yeah. <laughs> so do you think... That the rooftop upon which Erwin Smith died, is that like, did that lower its property value, <laughs> or did that raise it? It's like a historical place, but it's also somewhere where something bad for these people happened. Okay, okay, give me up. Did they just wreck the house? I got, okay, the property value has to go up. Okay. It has to go, because like, yeah. okay, here's, I would, two paths, either... Tourist trap? <laughs> <laughs> like the Anne Frank house, but for yeah. Irwin Smith. It's either, yeah, it's either uh, Tourist Trap, where it's uh, it's your favorite character. It's the it's the merchant oh, kid. That guy. And he's like, hey, everybody, you can buy the tiles that Irwin's blood was on. <laughs> Tee-hee. And he like, like, it's like pig's blood. It's like all fake. Yeah. And, um, or that, or like, it's like a, a neat little trivia when you go to try to buy that house, and it, that, that raises the property value substantially. It's just one of those two. A peppy, uh, a pep, a very peppy real estate agent. She's just like, you know, Erwin Smith he used to be here. Yeah, we're doing like the the John Mulaney head nod he does when he's doing a real estate agent. Yeah, so that happened, but uh, <laughs> so anyways, the biggest thing is. Marley's descending on Shiganshima, and they're like, you know, Reiner's there, uh, 
Falco? Who the fuck is the name of the, the Jaw Titan? Falco? No, it's not Falco. Porco. Porco, yeah. So Reiner and Porco are going to... I think uh, it's Peak... actually Galliard, but... I think they everyone call him Porco. Porco and... And, uh, and uh, Peak, the the yeah. Card Titan. All three of them are like also attacking Shiganshima because they want to stop the... Because they're, they're scared the rumbling's going to happen. You know what I've realized uh, now that we're mentioning Peak? Yeah. So... My three favorite characters on Attack on Titan. Yeah. Sasha. Okay. Uh, well, Sasha. No particular order. Uh, but yeah. Sasha, original Amir. Well, not original Amir in the lore <laughs> of the show, but the Amir the, I care Amir about. Amir season two. Yeah. Okay. And the little freak. Little freak, yeah. So my three favorites in a very dude-centric show are all, are all gals. women. So you could say I'm a bit of a feminist myself. Oh, my God. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um, I think she's my favorite character. God damn. So, basically See, all... See, I, I only watch lesbian porn because I'm a feminist. Giving the ladies more work, am I right, fellas? <laughs> I only pay for that. <laughs> you know, I want to split it... 50-50, you know? Equitable roles for women. <laughs> oh so, back on track here. Um, so, all these machinations are happening where Zeke and the Jaegerists are like, oh, I gotta meet Aaron. Uh, Armin and, you know, the Eldia, I guess they call them Eldia, is kind of their faction. Yeah. Uh, the Eldia people, like that, that group, the people we care about, yeah. like, you know, Connie, Jean... And, you know, like, they're all there. Daz. Daz. <laughs> so they're all at the, um, they're all locked in, and oh, his name is Onya Capone? Uh, the, like, the only, like, darker-skinned guy in the whole show? Yeah, yeah. Onya Capone, he helps them out of the cage. Yeah. And he's like, please, you need to help Aaron. Yeah. Because now it's kind of a consolidation where it's, you're either pro-Aaron or anti-Aaron. Yeah. Like, the Jaegerists and Eldia support Aaron... Marley, you know, doesn't want Aaron. Yeah. So it's kind of like a boiling down of that, which I think is is interesting. Where it's literally like, okay, I know you fucking hate, I know, you know, he just beat you up, Armin, but like, you know, if Aaron loses, we're fucked. Yeah. <laughs> so it's a consolidation of that. But it's so sad because like Armin, even though that happened, still has like a hope for Aaron. Yeah. And he's like, Armin's deep down. Simping big time. It's so sad. And Armin's still like, I know, he's doing this for the right reasons or something. Armin's just like, you gotta trust in the plan. Gotta believe it. The rumble is coming. Oh my god. <laughs> January 6th, the rumbling yeah. is coming. <laughs> <laughs> the new Aaron regime will fit. Yeah. He's, 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 he's working just in silence. You know, so I hear... I hear that these alien elites, they eat children. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Why does this map on so well? It really does. So anyways, um, so the big thing is that by the end of the episode, uh, Aaron and Reiner are fighting. And they're beating each other up, and Reiner's like, why are you still fighting, Aaron? Like, you know, we're gonna defeat you, we're, we're like, we're gonna beat you up. And then the, Aaron's like, oh, are you screaming? But Aaron is, like, really powerful now? Because he has three titans. He has the founder, which, you know, he can't use that right now. 
But he has the founder, he has just Chet, and he has the Warhammer Titan, so he can like like spawn fucking spikes and shit. So he's fighting Reiner, and that's where the first episode ends, around there. Uh, then we have 77 Sneak Attack, mm-hmm. which is... Oh, uh, I have to mention this before we go further on. Um, I have a friend who did, sh- who did animation for this episode. Oh, shit. Yeah, uh, my friend Mitch. Uh, I'll, we'll link the... We'll link his stuff in the description of this episode. Did you reach out to Mitch and ask him any questions? Um, there's like NDA stuff. <laughs> uh. But he did, He I do know some things, like, uh, originally the shot was supposed to be more 3D, yeah. but he was able to talk with the director and get them to agree to him doing a 2D, okay. which was good, he, he's one of the good shots, I think it's, it's, um, he has the shot where it was at the end of the trailer for this episode, for the whole season, where it's Aaron, like, screaming in, in chat and, like, swooshing, like, that yeah. cool animation, and then I think a couple, uh, one or two of Piek with the, with, like, the cannon. Okay. But... Congrats, Mitch. That shit's fucking great. Like, I, I yeah. remember he really likes that show. Yeah. So that's great stuff for him. But I just, I just need to shout him out. Uh, we'll link his stuff below. He's fucking fantastic, like, more anime-inspired <laughs> animator guy. Um, like, he was, like, an upperclassman of me. Nice. Great guy. So, okay, anyways. Uh, so, it's Sneak Attack is this episode. I just needed to have that first because it's really fun. Um, so, Sneak Attack is where it's revealed that this is where Zeke and Aaron agreed to meet. Like, all those, like, months ago. We're gonna me and Shiganshima, we're gonna touch and we're gonna and Aaron goes, Yeah, sure, Zeke, I'll I'll do your euthanasian plan. So like stuff's happening, things are sad, like Mikasa leaves her scarf to go help Aaron, which kinda I guess it kind of implies that she's like, I'm kinda fucking done with this guy. Like like this is you know, cause he, she got the scarf when he first saved her. Why did Zeke go to Aaron instead of Mikasa? Because huh? you know why I mean like if his plan requires youth in Asia, shouldn't Mikasa be the one he wants? <laughs> that hurt worse than my leg. <laughs> oh. oh my god. Fuck. Okay. Alright, so. Yeah, so, you know, character stuff's happening. Uh, Armin and Mikasa are starting to help attack Marley for Aaron, but Mikasa's like, you know, not, does not like what Aaron's doing, so she doesn't put his scarf on. Uh, and then there's the stuff where, I think it's, yeah, this episode where the Eldia, so you know, Armin, Mikasa, the, uh, the Eldia, the people we like, are talking with the Jaegers about what they can do, <laughs> and then Yelena gives Armin, like, a fucking death stare. <laughs> And she's like, oh, thanks for helping us out. And uh, basically, it's, you know, consolidating. Stuff's happening. Uh, Mr. The Based Hillbilly is walking with his family, trying to get out of the place. Okay, so this is where we have to pause that and talk about the Gabby uh, Falco plot line. Yes, I want you to... Yeah, you can do that. So, so at the end of Season 4, Part 1... Gabby was put up into this big escape plan. And so as the Titans are fighting, she is escaping through the city and she meets up with Falco's brother who's there for the attack. Colt. Colt, But Colt isn't really at all interested in the actual attack. He's at the point where he's like, no, fuck it. I don't care about that. I did all this to keep my brother safe. I'm making sure you two kids get out of here. And this is... 
probably the aspect of the season work that works for me the best is it's the first time we've seen any sort of real humanity in the soldiers beyond their orders. Where it's like, in that, I'm a person. <laughs> this, yeah. You know, like... Because Colt has gone rogue, and similarly, uh, similarly, Falco is, you know, a... Supposed to be executed as a prisoner, and but one of the soldiers sees, recognizes that Gabby's escaped, and this guy's like a, a nothing character, but he has possibly the biggest emotional effect on me in the show so far, in that I, I cried <laughs> when he he looks at him and he goes, "Go off, war's no place for children," and just lets him go. And, yeah, it's so good. But, yeah, so then Colt, Falco, and Gabby are together, and they're hiding out in a building when back to the base hillbilly. Yeah, him and his family are uh, trying to escape from the area. And then he, uh, Gabby hears from the girl who, you know, Sasha saved in season two, who was helping them until she realized that Gabby killed her. Yeah. was like, you know, oh, damn it, it's all these, you know, fucking, if I could find Gabby, I'd try to kill her and stuff. And then Gabby kind of has, like, a come-to-Jesus moment. Yeah. A come-to-Aaron moment, we call or, it here. <laughs> it's, uh, she says basically, like, oh, damn, like, you know, there was no devils. There was, like, no devils in the island or anywhere. They're yeah. just, we're just people. Yeah, the, the propaganda finally fully shatters for and a little a little visual metaphor there's a cage that's open yeah. in the next shot uh and you know it's really great that we've spent so much time worrying about colt's plan and <laughs> and his relationship to falco and gabby because it's definitely definitely gonna have a long fortuitous life in, in the show uh, also uh my man so, Falco shoots his shot. <laughs> he does. And Gabby Gabby literally rips the wine armband off Falco. Yeah. Like when Falco's like, I, oh, I have, you know, I, I'm my armband. I got the wine. She's like, fuck that shit. Yeah. Rips it off him. So Gabby gets a lot of growth this episode. Yeah. And, um, and don't worry. Next episode, Falco gets a lot of growth. <laughs> Maybe too much, I'd say. <laughs> So, anyways, the episode... Especially in the neck region. <laughs> oh my god, he's a fucking giraffe. Yeah. So, at the end of this episode, the main stuff is, you know, Aaron is fighting Reiner, and they're fighting each other, and, uh, you know, Porco comes in and keeps fighting and fighting and fighting, and Aaron is, like, trying to drag himself. And they get a fucking, like, brain blast shot on Chet. <laughs> yeah. So he, he can, like, barely move, and he's, like, fucking, you know, hopping his way... Yeah. over to the Beast Titan, because the Beast Titan, Zeke's turned into the Beast Titan, he's on the top of the wall, and he blows up all the Merlean airships yeah. with a bunch of fucking shrapnel, and this is one shot I thought was better than the manga. Yeah. It's where uh, Yelena is, like, posing with all the ships that are, like, burning on fire. Okay. It looks way better in the manga. It's one of the few times it does. Where in the show, the ships are really small, and it's mostly the fire. Yeah. In the manga, the perspective, the fucking ships are, like... 20 feet above her and they're massive it's it's a much cooler shot i think okay. but she's like posing like showing the destruction 
and then the sneak attack is at the cart uh, is that peak the cart titan. Per, you know we see, uh, they attack her and we think she's dead because she's just a skeleton with like the tank still on her. And then surprise, like she wasn't really, and they shoot a devastating shot oh, at the Beast Titan. So cool. And but... just fucking blow like a hole in his neck. Yeah. And he just falls to the ground and just. Yeah. And now we get to the episodes we watched today. Yes. So now we're getting to the, the after three weeks, yeah. or was it? I don't know. Two weeks. After two weeks, we're getting to the ones that uh that we want. I wanted to get to the whole time. So, episode 78 is called Two Brothers. <laughs> oh, two brothers. Two brothers. One monkey. One weird elf man. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so Two Brothers is the most... Is the when really, the episode is about four brothers, if you think about it. Oh, Colton. Uh, yeah, Colton Falco, too. Yeah. My shit. This is... When I when we were talking about this, I was like, Nolan, watch the first two episodes so we didn't have to watch, you know, we could save time and all of them together. Because yeah. I knew this was the one where stuff started getting fucking crazy. <laughs> yeah. We like, gotta talk about a, a character quasi-death that happened that did not go in a way I've been predicting since <laughs> the first, since our first episode on Attack on Titan. Yep. So, um, I guess it starts with, you know, we're picking up where we left off on Sneak Attack. Uh, you know, Zeke is on the, I used to call him Zeke, just not the Beast Titan, you know. Zeke's on the ground, and he's like, oh, like, he's really hurt. And he's like, Aaron, come! And Aaron's like, I'm coming, brother! Woo! And he, like, runs in. And then, um, they're catching up, catching up, uh... And to distract, Zeke is a... To distract from it, uh... Zeke is about to put out the uh, call to... To turn everybody who drank his wine into Titans. Yeah. Because that'd be the biggest... Because, you know, Marley is kind of starting to win. And it's kind of like this, you know... And he's like, shit, I, you know... Turning everybody into Titans will... That I can use to attack the rest of Marley's forces. That'll give us time to touch. So he's about... He's, he's building up his energy. He's like... Oh, I cannot wait to talk. But, yeah, so... And then uh, Colt, yeah, you can. yeah. So Colt tries, shows up, and tries to make an appeal to Zeke, like, Zeke, please, I've only done this for my brother. You have to understand. Just give us time. Let, let me get Falco out of range before you scream. He's like, you don't even have to surrender. Just please, just give me like a few minutes here yeah. to get out of here before you do this. Because, you know, Colt was, you know, Colt and Zeke were very close. Like, yeah. Colt was literally supposed to be his successor. Yeah. And Zeke says, uh, no thank you. He says, dang. He's like, I know the, you know, the bond between brothers. That's why it's a pity then. Yeah. And <laughs> just starts screaming. And it's like, oh, fuck. And. I need to talk. And I think for a second, you th I think I see Aaron like doing no, yeah. like he like he doesn't want Zeke to scream yet. Yeah. But Zeke does it, and like, oh fuck. And I need to talk about the death of Pixis. Yep. <laughs> because we see everyone freeze. In well, Pixis isn't dead. He's just a Titan. Yeah. But... 
Well, again, yeah. unless he imagine he eats Armin, <laughs> like he gets a found. Like that's the thing is the only way to turn back from being a yeah a, a mindless titan is to eat someone. Yeah. But, so, so I guess this is kind of the I death need, of Texas. I need so I need to talk about how my man goes out. <laughs> so I have been predicting for a long time that Pixis would be devoured by a gorgeous lady titan like he had so 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 subtly sown to us how he want to die in season one and season you know one. my whole thought process has been you know they've really been keeping annie lionheart on literally on ice to use at <laughs> any moment uh that's necessary like and she's the female titan. Pixis, he could still get devoured. My man, my man's waiting. <laughs> but he does not. But, interestingly, and I, I don't know if you've noticed this, but I need to draw attention <laughs> to it. Pixis gets turned to a titan while drinking more wine. <laughs> so he, he knows that the wine turns you into a titan but he's like, eh, I've already got it. I'm going back for seconds. I didn't realize. I think, yeah, I think it was the same stuff. Yeah. It's like, fuck it. Like, I can't, I can't turn more into a Titan. I, I mean, I appreciate the, I appreciate the sentiment. It's fuck yeah. it. If it's already going to kill me, might as well yeah. keep drinking. It's just. So, yeah, his last moment is that. And we see, like, all of the big characters are. A lot of the characters we've been covering who drank the wine, like the guy that um, Noel mentioned, who isn't a major character, but he is, you know, he was a friend of Erwin, he was like military police guy, who was the big moment was, you know, giving, yeah. you know, letting Colt and the other guys go. Yeah. Um, he's like glowing and everyone else is glowing and just, you see like the tree scene from season four part one, but just fucking bigger yeah. and in the middle of the city. Yeah. It's just like fucking hundred or like at least a hundred. Yeah. Like people just turn into titans right in the center of the fucking city and just start devouring the Marley people. God. And it's so fucked. Yeah. And then uh yeah, we see that Cult has been burnt because he was holding it was so sad. He was holding Falco while it was happening. And he was like, I'm not gonna leave you and this slow motion and just and Colt's dead. He's burned to a crisp. And then uh, Falco is a pure titan now. He's a big guy. He's like Aaron size. And he just has a massive fucking neck. Yeah. And then Zeke is like, Falco. I think it's a, a different translation, but in the manga, it's kill Reiner. And then so both Aaron and Falco are now going after just Reiner. Yeah. And it's a fucking mess. And I forgot to mention... Uh, Porco's tight, the jaw titan in this episode, the last one, because Aaron just like curb stomps him. Yeah. <laughs> to like nothing. Um, so they're fighting and fighting, and eventually, um, they think that Zeke's dead, because the, the another massive cannon shot to him, yeah. and he starts steaming and turning into a skeleton. They're like, oh shit, it's over. And then Reiner sees this, and uh, Falco is trying to eat his nape. Yeah. And Reiner just goes, you know, it's over. Aaron can't do this anymore. You know, I'm just going to give in and, and pass it on to Falco now. Because Reiner's been our little suicide boy for a while. 
for at least see yeah all of the season, all of uh, season the final season stuff. I'd argue since the first time we met him, Reiner's been a pretty suicidal fella. I guess so. Yeah. So he went in and um, right when Reiner's about to give in, Porco goes, "Hey, Reiner." I saw in your memories that, you know, you were the dumb, cowardly one. My brother purposely put me down so you become the Titan. What kind of shit is that? Gulp. Yeah. <laughs> and Falco eats him. Yeah. Wait. <laughs> yeah, okay. Porco goes out pretty cool, but yeah. yeah. Porco wasn't really a yeah. big character. I, you know, he was kind of the least explored of any of the big guys. Yeah, if you... Like, if he were going to be a bigger character, they wouldn't have named him Porco. Exactly. So, he's dead. And it's kind of interesting that, if I'm thinking about it, yeah, it's really the Jaw Titan that's been passed down the most. Yeah. It was, you know, Ymir had it, Porco had it, or I guess before, Porco's brother had it, and then Ymir had it, and then Porco had it. Everyone in the show loves to Love to change up them Jaw Titans. <laughs> That's so, not what I said, Brandon. <laughs> I'm not, not, I'm not contributing. <laughs> so they're fighting and fighting, and in the middle of the whole of the whole fight, uh, it realizes that Aaron, you know, Reiner punches Aaron through the mouth, and Aaron hardens real quick, and Reiner gets stuck, and Aaron fucking like cannonballs out of Chet, does a little spin, and then he's just running towards Zeke. <laughs> oh, but here comes a here comes the bit of fun. Here comes the twist. And Zeke is like, Aaron, touch my hand. I'm still alive. Ah. And Aaron's like, running, running, running towards Zeke. And then we realize Gabby's there. And to come full circle, Gabby started. Gabby's first huge moment was shooting Sasha. You know, one of the be- one of the most good characters. And she comes full circle. And what does she do, Nolan? She shoots Aaron Yeager's head off. And we get some of the best animation in the show so far. As time fucking goes slow-mo all across the city. It just, like, it all slows down. And, like, I talked to Nolan about this. Usually in the show, it was about, like, oh, halfway through the the episode, it'd be that, like, title thing. Yeah. At this point, they're like, fuck it. Like, wherever the sequence ends, (laughs) that's where we put it. So, like, especially in the the upcoming one, it happens in, like, the last five minutes. Yeah. But, um, you get the title card, right? It's like, you see Zeke's, like, glasses reflect Aaron's fucking head spinning. Yeah. And then Nolan was like, oh, my fucking God. (laughs) Like, holy shit. So that happens. But, and then, then the next shot... And then I would like to talk about my theory I've had for a while. Okay. That I was laughed at for... Yeah. By a girl boss, <laughs> a gatekeeper, and a gaslighter. Yeah. By the name of Brandon Will Not Let Me Disclose His Last Name on the podcast. Yeah. Because I've been saying, you know, I think... I think when you die, what I think when Aaron dies, like with his power, he's gonna go to a, like a, an ethereal kind of realm, where he can see other people who have <laughs> had the Titan before, who have you... had the Titans before, and he will. And 
be a good way to like for him to connect with characters who have been dead for a while and might not have gotten the most satisfying death scenes. Yeah. <laughs> and you're right. You got I it. Was. <laughs> you got it. I couldn't tell yet because we were in season four, part one. <laughs> but um, that's what Ymir saw at the yeah. start in, se- in, her, in her episode. Yeah. In season two, it was the paths. Yeah. So um, in the shot, we come back from the, the title card. Because we're about to go to... the. We're about to talk about an episode that is essentially what if Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind starred fascists? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so the, it comes back and you see Zeke holding Aaron's disembodied head. Yeah. Like they're touching and that technically did it. Like technically Aaron was still alive when they touched. Yeah. So that sends him to like this trippy fucking sequence of like Seeing all these major moments that have happened in the show, yeah. and then he ends up in the paths, which is like this blue, uh, like starlight lit desert, with like this big fucking tree in front. It looks like a tree <laughs> called the paths, and all who's there is Aaron, Zeke and Shane's, and Ymir, the founder, and Ymir's just like a little girl with like a pail who just kind of walks around. Also, this show's so horny for Zeke. Zeke got so fucking yoked. <laughs> he's re- he's been really yoked the, for the pat for all of season four, and then they like put him kneeling with a with a collar around his neck <laughs> and chains draped from it, shirtless. And it's like he's blonde Jesus. At that guys, point. you're you're so you're <laughs> so horny for Zeke. <laughs> he got a big glow up for season three. He was already muscular, but now it's like holy fuck. But um. So Zeke's in change uh, in chains in the ground, and you can see his fingernails have grown out. So like he in so he said the paths mess with time, like mm-hmm. how long it's been. So Aaron, you know, Aaron touched Zeke like a minute after, like he got like seconds after he got his head blown off. But for Zeke, that's been like years. Like he's been there for like year. Like he felt like he's been there for like a year. Yeah. waiting for Aaron to come back. Let's come around. And then Aaron and Zeke are talking, and Zeke is like, fuck, like, Aaron, I'm so, like, you know, the the vow-renouncing war, I'm in chains because I can't, you know, I need you to fulfill our plan to save the world. You need to tell, you know, you need to tell Ymir to euthanize all Eldians. Like, or, like, you know, like, make them... Yeah. That's what... They is say that euthanize. what euthanize? Yeah, euthanize, okay. Uh, it's not euthanization, it's sterilization. Sorry, sterilization, but... But for some reason, the translation keeps translating it to euthanize. Yeah, but it's sterilized. Yeah. So he's like, sterilize all Eldians, make sure they can't have children. Aaron, you need to tell Ymir that. And Aaron, this, he's like, this is my chance. (laughs) And he's like, you stupid fucking big himbo idiot. (laughs) Bitch you thought. Bitch you thought, now that I'm here... And you're in chains. I'm not gonna do your stupid fucking plan. I'm gonna do my own plan. And he goes up to the Ymir and he starts trying to do it. And Ymir just walks right past him. Okay, I need to talk about the feeling of this moment though, real quick. Unpack it because. Right. So my exact reaction was, "Yay, Aaron's not a fascist, actually." Before remembering, wait, Aaron's original plan. Was also fascism. <laughs> <Yeah>. Yay! <laughs> it's not Zeke's plan. Wait, 
It's Aaron's plan. <laughs> Which gets a hell of a lot worse in the next it's episode. It's the fucking meme, call Antifa, but not for me. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah, oh my god. So, that happens, and uh, Ymir just passes Aaron and goes to Zeke. And Zeke goes, I've been, you know, we've been here for a while and I've realized that Ymir makes the Titans out of sand here. And she can also make other things, like chains. And he, like, pulls it off and it was fucking, like, sand the whole time. Yeah. And he goes, I've tricked you, Aaron. You know, I know your true plan now. It was a loyalty test. It was a loyalty tra- test. And you fucking failed. Yeah. So he's like, but I'm not going to do it. And he's like, Aaron, you're still my brother. And I need. I want to save you, Aaron. I'm going to save you. And then I'm going to save the world. And then him and Aaron butt foreheads. And then episode end. Yeah. So since that, um, so, you know, every time is paused, yeah. like Air, like uh, Armin and Mikasa are fighting Peak, uh, Gabby is just right next to Aaron with his head off, yeah. like, time is frozen in the past. Yeah. So now we get to the, the two episodes, the wildest fucking ones, it all starts here, yeah. episode 79, Memories of the Future. Which is a sick title. In, yeah, so... What happens is... At first... For the first, like, five minutes of the episode... We are let to believe that Zeke is in charge here. Yeah, Zeke's in charge and he's like... Aaron, you have been brainwashed by your father. We're gonna go through your father Grish's memories... And you're going, like... Since he was, like, raising you... And you can see that he influenced you to do these things. Yeah, and... Immediately, Zeke learns that Grisha actually has not, has for very early in after having Aaron decided he did not want to do this. Yeah, like he finds the church where they were doing, where the founding titan is, and he's like, okay, bye, like I'm gonna enjoy my family. And Zeke's like, you could tell he's so pissed about that. That yeah. it's like, why, you know, why did he love Aaron and not love me? And then he sees uh, Grisha writing in his diary in the basement and crying. And then recognizing Zeke. For like just a moment, he's like, Zeke, is that you? And from that point on, Aaron reveals that he's in charge here. Yeah. <laughs> and... He's like, come on, Grisha, next, or come on, Zeke, next memory, let's go. Yeah. <laughs> so, things are not really going Zeke's way. No, they are he's been, he's trying to convince Aaron that, you know, Aaron, you are being brainwashed, but, like, it's, it's showing that Aaron just kind of came up with this on his own. Yeah. Like, uh, Z- Grisha is fucking horrified about, uh, Aaron killing those guys. Yeah, and then he's also... Then also we get to back to the cave where Grisha killed the the royal family. Well, he well, reveals that says I can say what starts with it though is that um, at this point we always thought that you know Grisha went to this cave or went to the cave specifically to steal the founder. Like hundred percent, that was all his yeah. plan was. But it's very obvious that when he first goes in, he he's just like, hey, like. The, you know, the walls are going to come down. Like, I've seen a memory. Like, I've, I've been shown this. Like, the walls are going to come down. You need to help us, like, defend our people. Like, what are you doing? 
and stuff. And they're like, no, 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 not a problem. You know, you know, this isn't our problem. You know, very original sin kind of people. Like, yeah. we did these terrible things and stuff. And Zeke brings up great points. It's just like, you took all their fucking memories. They don't even know that this happened. Yeah. Which, you know, isn't even justifiable because even if they didn't know, like, you know, nobody's alive from them. Yeah. But, like, it, doubly bad. <laughs> and Grisha is just like, what are you doing? You know, we can't do this. And Grisha, look, he pulls out his, like, uh, his scalpel. <laughs> and he's about to stab through his hand. And Grisha, or Aaron and Zeke are watching this happen. And then Aaron is just looking really pissed the whole yeah. time. And then you can, you see why. <laughs> because Grisha's about to do it. And then he drops the scalpel yeah. intentionally and it hits the ground. And he's like, he gets on his knees. He's like, I, I can't do this. He's like, children? He's like, I'm a doctor. <laughs> like, I can't, I can't do this stuff. And then Zeke is like, what the fuck? Like, yeah. you know, the, the hist- what, history can't change. It's like Grisha killed these people and took the founding titan. What the fuck is going on? And like all the kids, like all the rest of the family are telling the founder girl to be like, kill him. She... He's going to ruin our paradise. you got to kill him now. And she's like hesitating. Like she doesn't really want to do it. And it's like, oh my goodness. Like the tension's building, 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 building. And then you see the shot where there's been little, little itty bitty hints about how maybe Grisha sees more of this, more of Zeke and Aaron than you think. Mm-hmm. And then Aaron, there's a shot where it's, it's from the ground up and it's Zeke like on his knees, like just petrified. And Aaron's looking down at him. He's like, what are you doing? <laughs> Stand up, father. Yeah. And then he grabs his shoulder and like kneels next to him. He's like, "Did you forget what you came here for?" Mm-hmm. And he's like, "You know, all of these fee people. You know, do you know how many people had to sacrifice their lives for you to get to this moment?" And he's like, "We need to do this, even if we die, even after we die. <laughs> like, just really fucking with his dad's head." Yeah. And then like the tension's building and like crazy, 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 and like. Um, the Japanese voice actor for Grisha is amazing in this episode. Yeah. He's so good, and he's, like, freaking out, and he's like, and he hypes himself up, and he does it. And then he just has, like, a fucking mental breakdown afterwards. Yeah. Where he's like, I fucking slaughtered them all, and it has, like, gorgeous animation as he's, like, he's, like, stumbling around and, like, can't even, like, look at himself. And he's like, is this what's gonna restore Eldia? Like, Aaron, please tell me. Like, is, you know, is my wife going to be okay? Like, fuck. Like, and Zeke is just fucking, like, petrified by this. Because he realizes that, shit, like, I kind of caused this. (laughs) Like, I was, you know, I let Aaron come into the memories and he did this. So Aaron, and then, like, in such a sad moment, Grish is, like, on the ground. He's like, I can't. And he's like, you're there, aren't you, Zeke? And he's like... You know, know what, you know, you're not going to get your, your way. Aaron is gonna, he's going to get his way. And it's like, you need to stop him. And then he's like crying and he hugs Zeke and he's like, I love you, Zeke. I'm so sorry. Yeah. And then that's like pretty much, and then he gets out of the, Zeke gets out of the memories. He's looking up at Aaron, just fucking like chained up. Yeah. Because I forgot to mention that's the end of the last episode. Aaron gets chained up. Oh, you mentioned it. Okay. So Aaron gets chained up and then that's where the episode ends. Yeah. So... Whoa! <laughs> yeah. So I forgot to mention uh, a minute ago. This is the episode where it says, here's what the Attack Titan's power actually is. Yeah. B- which was really interesting because 
you know, we Chet is the first Titan shifter we see. So yeah. we we don't really question about oh okay no the colossal titan's really big the armor titan has armored powers and like you know the beast titan can do these the car titan can do, like everyone has special skills yeah we kind of just went oh, okay the, the attack titan is just a strong titan that's it like that's about it about him so the reveal that he actually does have a power and it's been it's been poked at and referenced all the way back in season three <laughs> you know when uh. Yeah, when Jaeger, the the older guy, Kruger. Kruger, yeah, was like, you gotta save Armin and Mikasa. Mm-hmm. So it's like, oh my god. So, I think it's an all tied together thing, and I think that they had to be really careful with this moment. And in this episode, show them that that's what Aaron saw when he yeah. touched Tesoria's hand. It's like it opened the paths to him, mm-hmm. and he saw the stuff happen. And I think I'm glad the show, it will continue to be, is very very selective about these things mm-hmm. because this is the kind of thing that could just completely ruin a show yeah. like it with time like time travel stuff yeah or not time travel but you know just sending things back and forth mm-hmm. like you know that is a moment where it's like oh you could really lose your audience if you don't do that right and i think in this case it did because it was like hey this is like a single memory thing that like aaron was able to send to grisha to, to girl boss him yeah. into just the most fucked up thing imaginable. And he says specifically, he let the father go because Aaron knows that he needs Historia. Yeah. It's like, oh my god. It's such a fucking batshit crazy episode. So, thankfully the next one's really quiet and quaint. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, so what, what do you, so what do you think about all this, all this stuff that, uh, Memories of the past revealed. I really liked the reveals of memories of the past. Okay. Uh, I really enjoyed this episode. Uh, just, I think the great thing is just how slow burn it is. Yeah. Like you, ne- you like this is an episode where it's like you know, time is paused. Armin and Mikasa are like frozen in place, or like in terms of the paths viewing of it. Yeah. So you just get to focus in on Grisha's like life, mm-hmm. and I think it really like recontextualizes his character. Mm-hmm. Where for the whole show you're like, oh, he's a fucking terrible guy. Like you know, yeah. he's been terrible ever since he got to the island too. But it's real here that like he kind of tried to make a new life. Yeah. After that, and it just, I don't know. It just Aaron was just a bad dude, <laughs> just a bad seed. Like damn. Yeah. And now, now we get to talk about what I think might be a contentious talk. Alrighty. About episode eighty. From you, 2,000 years ago. Because as I said, I did not, I thought this was kind of stupid. The, the worm. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah, we'll talk about the worm. We'll okay. talk about the fucking okay. worm. So, um, I want to start by, this episode starts with showing uh, Grisha as the attack titan just destroying the founder and just killing the family. Yeah, then it redoes the end of the last Then it redoes the end of the last episode. I, I do wonder if they honestly, like, in terms of episode pacing, they had to move that to the next one. Yeah. Because they couldn't fit it into the last episode. Yeah. This is a very, this is a very, like, every second matters in this one. Yeah. In episode 80. Because they like, oh shit. I really wish, looking back, I really wish they could have made this, like, a 40-minute episode. Yeah. I think there, especially in the flashback sequence, I think there's enough there for a full episode. Mm-hmm. Um, but they, I, you know, I think what they did was fine. 
like what they decide to do timing stuff wise is good. But it starts with uh, right where we left off, where Aaron is, you know, he's all chained up, and Zeke goes, "Hey, Ymir, take away the reproduction of like all the Eldians right now." And Ymir starts like walking towards the tree, mm-hmm. and then uh, Aaron is screaming, and he's like trying to pull his chains off. And Zico's like, you didn't see everything, did you, Aaron? Like, you didn't see this stuff coming. Like, your dream won't come true, mine will. And then Aaron is pushing, like, he's pulling on his chain so hard. Is that, I think you mentioned something about you. He degloves himself. Yeah, that's breaking your your thumb, right? No, it's like when your skin just gets fucking red. Oh, and he he just rips and breaks his thumb off, getting the chains off. And then he, like, he's screaming so loud, and it's really... It's a very parallel shot to episode one yeah. of Air, of young kid Aaron screaming. Yeah. And he's screaming. He rips the fucking... Like, he gets out of the chains, and he's running towards Ymir. And he's, like, trying to reach towards her, and then cut to the opening. Which, we haven't mentioned talking about the opening very much. Mm-hmm. P- top three of the... Probably top two of the whole show. Yeah, definitely. Amazing opening. Very great ending, too. Like, yeah. OPs. Like... Now we see from uh, the opening, it's uh, it it foreshadows a lot of stuff. Yeah, it's a great thing that the heavy metal just <gasps> rumbling. Great stuff. Um, yeah. So we get, you know, we get the the intro credits. Then we go into Ymir flashback. Yeah, the founder Ymir flashback. Which, so, oh my goodness! So it starts with a little girl Ymir, and she's in a town. Like, it's, it's a very, like, medieval-looking town. Yeah. Like, kind of, like, Roman Gaelic kind of looking. Yeah. And she's, like, you know, just picking up a bucket of water and helping villagers out. And suddenly some, like, barbarians come over the horizon. And before you know it, she's a slave. Like, they, like... And they decide, yeah. you know, it'd be really cool to hunt her for sport. Well, they specifically do it is, um... What happens is uh, the pigs get loose. Mm-hmm. And then the king, King Fritz, I think is his actual name... The first one is like, hey, everybody, it's like, who let the pigs out? And he's like, if, if no one fesses up, I will, you know, we'll cut out all of one of your eyes. Like, everyone gets one eye instead. Mm-hmm. Slaves don't need two eyes. So everyone just, like, puts the blame on her. Yeah. And there's, interestingly enough, 13 hands pointing at her, 13 yeah. years, maybe something like that. Like, how long you can be a titan. Yeah. They all point at her, and the, uh, the king barbarian guy goes... Oh, great. Okay, you know. Hey, Ymir, you are free. And it's like in quotes. And then it realizes that she's not really free. They're just going to hunt her for sport. Yeah. Like you said. And then uh, she ends up, she's running away and she stumbles into just this massive tree. Yeah. And this massive tree, uh, she falls into the tree. She, She like tries to hide in the big tree and she jumps into the water. And there's, like, water in the tree, and then uh, a little wormy guy. It looks like a... It, it both looks like a spinal column with mm. the nervous system, and, like, one of those prehistoric bacteria at the same time. Yeah, so it's kind of the spine creature thing. In the water comes up to her and, like, latches onto her spine. And we find out that's what made... The original Titan. That's what made her founding Titan, and she... It's... Bur- was that? It's dumb. It's very dumb. And she bursts out of the tree, and she um, she's just this massive, like, 
hundred fucking foot tall titan, like bigger than any of the colossals by like yeah. twice. But um, but yeah. So I guess we can finish the summary, and then we can talk about the worm. Because I I have I have things to say about the worm too that aren't yeah. super positive. So then um, the worm happens. So she gets the worm, and then the rest of the story is that the king Fritz goes, "Oh, great Ymir, like you know." You are you were doing so well as like my strongest soldier in my army. Now you get to have the greatest gift of all, my seed. Ugh, bleh, gross, fuck. Yeah. And then it's this really fucking good montage. Yeah. Of like showcasing that her power built the Eldian Empire. Yeah. Like she was able to help irrigate roads and ditches. Like that was true. Yeah. But like she still was able to, like she was she was still a slave. Yeah. Like she was a slave that King Fritz used to just dominate other armies, yeah. including Marley. Mm-hmm. And it's this perfect combination. It's this such a fucking great montage of her like having children and stuff while you see the empire growing yeah. from like a fucking like shanty barbarian town to look like like fucking ancient Rome. Yeah. And then by the end of it, it's her and three daughters. And uh, she's sitting there with her three daughters next to the king. And it's like this beautiful orchestral music. And then uh, it's like Marley surrendering. But the guy quickly, one of the guys surrendering, the soldiers, grabs a spear and throws it right at the king. Yeah. And Ymir saves him by sacrificing herself and jumping into it. Yeah. And then uh, King Fritz, you know, great guy that he is, says, get up, Ymir. I know that's not enough to kill you, my slave. Come on, get up. Get up, what are you doing? And then she like fades out of consciousness and wakes up in the paths. Fucking... The fucking meme of of the ninja poking poking a mirror with a stick. Come on, do something. Come on. So like, I definitely read that as like, she just wanted to be done. Yeah. (laughs) At that point. So she, you know, she passes away and goes into the past, and she's like a little girl again with the bucket. And then, um, remember how I, I think I mentioned it, Nolan. I was like, that's the second most gross thing that's going to happen in these episodes. I don't remember what I said about that. Uh, It was because of my supreme aversion to the, to the Reese, to the Lord Reese The Reese Titan, yeah, Uh, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And I was like, that's the second grossest thing in the show. Well, the first happens here. Where... I still think Reese Titan has it beat. I Okay, I think it may be because... I think this part is a little censored. Yeah. In the manga, you see, like, everything. Oh, jeez. So, in the manga... So, anyways. Uh, so, King Fritz, after Ymir dies, he goes, My daughters, you need to, like... We need to preserve the Titan power. We need to pass this down to you now. You You need to eat every piece of Ymir and you see him like butcher her into like fucking pieces yeah like it's heavily darkly lit and hard to see in the manga it's a lot more explicit that like it's every fucking piece and then he goes like eat up my children and he goes like and it's like Maria Sina and Santa Maria and Maria and that's the three names of the walls and that, that's where the backstory ends. Yeah. And what I read from that is, I don't think that's... I describe it. That is a reveal where you go, oh shit, when you hear it. 
I think it's something you have to more think about though, because it doesn't directly relate. It's not a oh, you know, you know, now Aaron has the powers of the little like memory stuff. Yeah, it's a different kind of reveal. It's more of a thing where it gives you more context because I think what that said to me is that when the uh, when the the King Fritz that said, okay, you know, we're bad guys. I'm gonna leave to Paradise Island to make the walls. Yeah. Making the three walls, the the three original daughters' names, yeah. to me sounds like an original sin thing. Like, you yeah. know, confronting that, where it's like, oh, you know, these are the three children of the founder. Like, you know, we know that this stuff happened. It's fucked. That's what I read that as. But yeah. you know, she's down the paths, and um, I think it's around there we get the, the title, the credit thing. <laughs> yeah. Then. We go. Oh, we, sorry, not the credit thing. Uh, we get the, 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 the prompt. Yeah, and then we get... <laughs> if you thought the episode was slowing down... Uh, <laughs> no, so you so the second half... Well, abbreviated half. Well, like the last third, I'd say. Yeah, the last third is... So we go back to Aaron uh, having caught up with the founder Amir in the ethereal plane. And he talks to her and he's like, you don't have to do this. You can do whatever you want. Yeah, he's like, you're not a slave. You're not a god. You're a person. And he... He's gets, like, help me. We, like, I'm going to destroy the world. Help me with my mission. And he gets through to her. And... And Zeke's running. Running at them like, I'm the... I have royal blood. Please. And then Ymir has a face. And I don't know if this is actually explicitly, but... To me, it looks like the same face that Aaron has Yeah. in season three, part two at the end. Yeah. I think that maybe, I think maybe she did send for him. Yeah. So, and then she says like, it's, you know, you've been waiting for 2000 years for someone to come help you. Yeah. And then she, you know, she grits her teeth and then what happens, Nolan? Uh, we go back, time starts back up for the rest of the characters and, uh, the, the bacteria is back, and it fucking plugs itself into the base of Aaron's decapitated head, and Aaron becomes a super crazy what the fuck Titan, and yeah, all the fucking like all spine, and then the rumble begins. The rumbling. Yeah. All the walls start shattering, as all the wall titans start. And we coming see Flock out. die. Well, <laughs> you might give your hopes up there. We see Flock in peril. <laughs> there you go. We see several characters. In so peril. you see, like the music is swelling, and like probably the best hair animation of the whole show with Gabby. Yeah. Her hair is like flail, like you know, like yeah. breezing in the wind as you see Super Chet <laughs> come out as like this fucking disgusting spine yeah. monster. Yeah, and and he's fucking massive. He's like two hundred feet tall. Yeah. And I think, and we see, as the rumbling is beginning, and all these giant titans are, are just you know fucking, marching past, Armin and Mikasa talking, and Armin finally realizes, hey, maybe Aaron is a bad guy. <laughs> well, no, up until the up until uh, a certain thing, he's like, Aaron, Aaron's like he's still so yeah. like he's like Aaron's doing this for us. Aaron's helping. He's like, now, now with this partial rumbling, we can take out Marley and we'll be safe. Yeah. You see, Aaron's on her side. And then, hear me. 
Yeah. All citizens of Ymir. Yeah, Aaron, like, calls out using his powers to every single person with Eldian blood in the world. Like, old people, babies, yeah. Historia, everybody. And they all flash into the ethereal plane as he gives a speech uh, about killing everyone. Yeah, and he's like, my whole life... The world, you know, the world is trying to destroy Eldians and Eldia as a people. And he's like, I reject their desire. And he says, like, um, the wall, the titans in the walls will rumble across the land and destroy everything beyond our shores of the island. And that's where the episode ends. <laughs> yeah, so uh, before we go to commercial break, do, you, do we want to talk about why we might have reacted negatively to the bacteria? I think so. Okay. So, um, I think, okay, I was more, dis a little disappointed by the bacteria more than I was like, oh, this is terrible. Yeah. Because I think it's perfect, the shot of Ymir being the girl that the devil is kind of tempting. Yeah. Um, I would have appreciated if there was some kind of temptation thing. Yeah. Like, if Ymir was, you know, an escape, maybe she, she's a, a slave that escaped, and then, um, I don't know, the, whatever it was that gave her the power was like, you know, oh, you want to be strong, you know? Yeah. Like, I think what could be really good about that is I love how, I love um, the idea of flashbacks of like this far back to being like origins of the whole story yeah. being kind of like fairy tales. Yeah. Like they're very simple stories that really have complicated down the line. Yeah. And I, but I don't really know how they would have done it. That's the hard part. Is I know the bacteria isn't the best solution, but I don't think at that point it could have been like, oh, it's a little titan in the in the tree. I mean, I think I, it should. Like, I'm wondering your thoughts because you're more of the writer than I am. So I know I think is your biggest problem in the word something similar to mine, where it's just kind of a non-entity. It's just a thing. It's so. I know. Whenever you're getting, whenever you keep. Because it raises more questions at a time where it shouldn't. Mm. Like, it needs to... Like, obviously with any sort of fantasy thing, you're going to have to hit a wall where it's like a just because kind of answer. Mm. And But it isn't doing that in a way where it feels satisfying. Because, like, I'm like, what the fuck's the bacteria? I want to know what made that thing a thing. It's not like, say... You don't wonder, reading a Lovecraft story, you don't wonder, uh, well, I mean, you can't, you wonder a bit where Cthulhu, came, what made Cthulhu, mm. but you accept it as a big, unknowable thing, like something that the story has trained you to know, this is beyond human comprehension beyond this point, mm. so you cannot know this answer. It, the story I don't think has trained us in the same way to accept the bacteria. Mm. I, I I think the devil tempting thing would have worked better because like at that point it's just like okay some sort of otherworldly force that is that we as humans cannot comprehend. I'll accept that. Like what what if it was like a, like a really like a disgusting like little titan guy in the tree yeah and he was like you want to be powerful and like we don't yeah. 
And what I guess we're saying that is we wouldn't need to know about him after yeah. that. Yeah. It's just like, okay, now we know. Yeah. But it's just the fact that, like, it's just a little, a little, a little squiggly guy. Yeah. And now he's he has huge plot relevance. <laughs> yeah. Because he, he's like, you know, we see it come out of Aaron's body. Yeah. And it's like, I think that, I think the, the design's cool of like a little spiny thing. But even if it was something, like, do you, do you think what's missing is Ymir choosing that? I don't, or, I don't know if it's choice. I really think it is just down to the, to, it's both, it's not an abstract enough answer to the questions. Because it invites more questions instead of just being an abstract of okay i'll okay whatever mm. while also yeah so it's not an abstract enough answer to just accept while also not being a concrete enough answer to let me to let me uh just rest and be like okay i've got the mysteries finally uh so i i think a lot about I'm going to be a parody of myself here. Okay. <laughs> Twin Peaks. All right. <laughs> Ding. <laughs> the... Take a drink, folks. <laughs> so the lore of Twin Peaks is a very, is a peeling back kind of thing as well. Mm-hmm. Where you keep going, where every couple of episodes you realize that the, the layer goes back a little farther than you thought in the fantasy question mark esque aspects of the world of Twin Peaks until eventually they've got this great episode called God of Light in season 3 where you kind of finally get the answer to what these things are and it is very abstract Uh, in that it's just like okay you see you watch as uh, you see the first uh the first uh, testing of the atomic bomb, and it goes right to the un the unholy weird entity of evil that exists in the show, doing uh, begin like beginning and creating the show's antagonists. Mm-hmm. And you're like, and you're like, okay, okay, it's pretty abstract, but I get that uh, the invention of the nuclear bomb is is being used as like okay so that's the that is considered the unleashing of evil into the world that's the best answer i'm gonna get it's abstract it's unknowable okay but attack on titan makes me believe that if it went another season further i would eventually get a very thorough explanation of what the bacteria is and then move on to a new mystery. Instead okay. of like, this doesn't feel like an end game mystery. Mm. Yeah. Because it, it answers like, okay, here's how Ymir, here's the time start and stuff. But then what you're saying is he feels like, oh, yeah, we've just discovered another layer, not bedrock. Yeah. Okay, that makes sense. Because I do think, I do have similar things about that. I I guess less about, I, didn't, I couldn't contextualize it that way, just more of like, Okay, he's a thing. <laughs> like, okay. like it's just more of um, I just really wanted because the devil. It's the the imagery's so good of like yeah. the devil with the apple, and it's yeah. like, ah, even if it was like a weird fucking 
like you know you're 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 in German you know mythy stuff like European stuff like yeah, you us... can be a little you can be a little witchy with it yeah you can be a little out I think that could have worked because honestly I think that was the thing is that um episode eighty I think it's the I think it was exactly what the show needed to do in episode eighty yeah. but if they could have repositioned some stuff I would have wanted seventy nine to be entirely a Yumi backstory episode. Yeah. Because they, they do kind of go very fast about some stuff. And I think maybe they could have actually done some elaboration or stuff if they had that. Yeah. So I think that's the thing. is, I think it's such a great, like... The the bacteria thing is just kind of the... the You know, it's the bruise on this otherwise very delicious apple. <laughs> like, Aaron's speech at the end? Yeah. Fuck <laughs> Like I've said it for a second, it recontextualizes, like, now every, you know, just like I said, when uh, when Aaron was trying to touch Zeke, it was, do you want, you know, do you, are you pro-Aaron or anti-Aaron? Now it's basically everyone's anti-Aaron. Yeah. Because no one wants that shit. Because, like, I thought back to kind of, like, you know, Ozymandias and Watchmen in ways. Yeah. But in this time, it's worse. It's like, he he's going to do this, like, 80% of people. And, fuck, like, it, like I'm really excited to see the, the stuff that'll be happening now with yeah. that. But, yeah, so, you guys, do you think similarly about it? <laughs> about that big, minus the big bacteria. Yeah, yeah I'm excited. <laughs> I'm excited for the show overall. I just don't like that answer. Uh, but, yeah. And yeah, I, so we'll go on I'm, commercial break now. Yeah, I think the fact that we're this far in, this is really... One of the first times you've been unsatisfied by a reveal yeah. is a good sign, because we are getting close to the end. <laughs> I mean, I also didn't like the, the mind-erasing thing, but... Yeah, uh, that was that was season three. That was yeah. overall our weakest. <laughs> yeah, alright, so... Yeah, so that's about it for now. And, um, so folks, uh, we that's the amount of episodes we've seen. We're going to go on break now, and when we come back, we're going to talk about uh, episode 81 and 82. 81 is called Thaw. I don't know what 82 is called. We'll, I'll tell you when we get there. So uh, we'll see you in a bit then, folks. That's it, folks. See you next time. <laughs> so, um, yeah, we just watched the uh, episodes 81 and 82. And I was pretty accurate that they are more like the dust is settling <laughs> about what happened in 80. But there is still uh, some interesting things that happen in these. Yeah. So, wowzers. So, I think all my overall thoughts are I really like these two episodes. But it definitely does feel like it's half an arc right now. Like, like we're building towards yeah. stuff now. Which oh, is, God. Yeah. yeah. Uh, we, so, so. I had two things that I was complaining about going <laughs> into today. And both of them kind of answered in these two episodes. Yep. What were you two? One was that... Uh, and this was mainly... They're really taking their sweet-ass time keeping Levi and uh, Hanji off the board for a bit after that <laughs> first scene of the of Season 4, Part 2. Yeah. Uh, and my second complaint was, 
Come on, it's been so long. I talked with Brandon off mic about this all the time. I don't think I've mentioned it in episode. But when are they gonna pay off Annie? We haven't. We've seen Annie only in flashback since season one. <laughs> yeah. And interestingly, and in yeah, we have not seen Annie in in Showtime. Season one came out in like twenty thirteen. And the end of... Nine years. And season (laughs) one makes such a big... The end of season one makes such a big fucking deal out of the fact that Annie's not dead. She's a prisoner in a a little cube thing. Yeah. Uh, And... And we just kind of... They... I think they always have it... Every season, they at least have one callback to that. Yeah. And it's like... It's making sure you don't forget it. Yeah. And now... I, I think... You know, on a meta writing perspective, I think Isayama, you could tell he has a lot of things planned out yeah. to the start. I don't know if he entirely knew what to do with Annie. Yeah. And I think it might have been like, okay, I'm going to kind of like literally freeze her in time. Yeah. And then when some, you know, I'm going to have her come out when something makes sense. And I think, um, full spoilers for the episodes, of course, um, I think that he was like, oh, unhardening everything? There's my opportunity. Like, if it went down another path, maybe it was, oh, in the start of season three, you know, oh, I need, uh, you know, I need a conflict here. Oh, let's bring Annie out, you know? See, my, my big worry with that, and I, this, it's not a ding against the show yet, but my big worry is that the show has grown so much past Annie's character that like bringing her into the end game could very easily feel a little quaint, and we'll see. We haven't gotten much Annie content yet. We got like, so, two, so what do you mean we by got, quaint? Like that she's a simpler character than the other ones at this point? Yeah. So it's like, uh, let's what's a good example. All right. Uh, let's say Fast and the Furious Ten comes out. Yeah. And all of a sudden, the bad guy is just one of the guys who were stealing DVDs <laughs> from the first Fast and the Furious movie. I'm back. <laughs> and he, he's back in, and it's like, oh, uh, this is the end game. Okay, I get it. I guess it, it started there, so I guess it kind of makes sense. But well, I think it's it's pretty clear that Annie isn't an antagonist at this yeah. anymore. I, th- I think she has a big part. <laughs> she has, yeah. She's going to help a lot. Um, yeah, I mean, you've read the manga, so you know. But. Yeah, I don't... I think that she's brought back for the right purpose because the, the fucking... The Coalition needs everyone they can get against yeah. Aaron. Like... She's going to help her get him out with that, so... Which does mean we might get a little bit of the old <laughs> razzle-dazzle. <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm really interested uh, if they're going to have the female Titan CG or not. That will be interesting. It'll be interesting to see, because I don't think she showed... I don't think she's in that many parts. Like, she's not a female Titan yeah. for that many parts. Yeah. It'll be interesting to see what they choose. Because, like, with the Ymir Titan, they definitely did her 2D... I think Annie, it might have been just like a, a really tough decision for them. Yeah. But um, so yeah, so let's. I guess we could just overall thoughts. Really excited now for things coming forward. Yeah. I love in these two episodes. You fucking always see the Colossus in the background. Yeah. Like and you'll 
You you will get shortly after the season ends. You'll get our thoughts on the second half. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. It'll be. I'm assuming with the way that this played out, uh, being seven instead of the original plan five, we will just do it as two parts. Yeah. Yeah. Because it'll be five episodes. Uh, I know they said the last episode is delayed by a week. Maybe that's probably because they're gonna announce the movie. Because I think I said before, I think it's gonna end the movie at this point. I think or there's too because much. they need to uh, announce, we made a film-length episode. <laughs> the final episode is three hours long, baby. I don't think they'd have the time. I I would hope so. That'd be great. But I don't. We we've don't discussed time. many times my feelings on TV shows deciding that movie. movies were ne- where you need to go for the end of the story. Yeah. And like I. Like, I'm forgiving of, like, a movie for a show that, or the show itself had a full arc, mm-hmm. and that's just a, a movie's a further exploration with the characters. I think those can work. Yeah. Uh, not great. Psych the movie isn't exactly, like, <laughs> uh, be- critics weren't, like, out in the streets, like, yes, give this the, <laughs> the Venice Film Festival Lo- Golden Lion Award. Yeah, I think... <laughs> You know, I'm going to be able to talk about this more once we get up to date and the yeah. season ends. Yeah. I think where things are... I think around where they're going to leave off will be good for a movie because it's going to be such extremely action-heavy yeah. in that last uh, few chapters mm-hmm. that I think you're going to want that extra budget for stuff. Because okay. I don't want it to look bad. Because <laughs> yeah. it's going to be nuts. But, um, like, there's some story stuff, too. I, I think a movie will be a good way to cap it off. With the it's gonna the battle of heaven and earth like okay. it's gonna be crazy but um so with that in mind yeah look I guess we can get a little more into these two episodes yeah the plot little of them. bits so episode eighty one is called thaw and thaw is very much just like what are our main characters reactions to the rumble the, the rumbling because Jesus Christ I love the color grading of this episode it's, everything is like 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 dusky red and I think it makes sense because the cl- the Titans are fucking putting up so much dust that I wouldn't be surprised if that's how a lot of the rest of the, sh- the season looks. So I've got this has led to a, this episode has led to a question for me because during this episode a lot of it is taken up by the characters fighting off the big not the colossal Titan hordes but, oh, but uh, the, the normal their comrades first. that turn into Titans like it's yeah. a lot of it is just very classic season one vibes. Yeah. Where, like, uh, some of the Jaegerists defect back to the Eldians, mm-hmm. the Eldia, and they're like, we, we gotta team up and take down the Titans, because the Titans are gonna kill us anyways. Yeah, and... Like, we wanna take these guys out. And so they're... Yeah, so, because, like, we see Pixis, and it's exactly just Pixis, but big. Uh, and <laughs> that's the case with a lot of them, which does raise the... What... And, like, you know, I know that body modifications happen, but it seems like overall faces look the same. You could recognize them, yeah. So what the fuck did Big Head Larry use for that <laughs> <laughs> Did you know I was going there? Pretty sure, yeah. <laughs> it's perfect. Wait one second. I like to imagine it. Uh, big, that's the final episode. That's an hour and a half. It's a Big Head Larry origin, <laughs> where instead it shows Big Head Larry 
the handsomest guy on the block. And everyone else has turned into pure Italians and like pretty normal. And then they just really <laughs> fucked it up. How do I look? <laughs> oh shit. So No, is that the 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 whole the message is that Big Head Larry was pretty only on the outside. <laughs> uh okay, so so going into the actual plot of these two episodes, and I don't think I don't think it's conducive to describe them as two separate episodes. They're very similar. Yeah. They're so, anyway, so they f- are old, old one hundred four. The one hundred four fights off the. Uh, yep, fights off the pure titans yeah, and beats them up. And they kill every human who turned into a titan in the city. Yeah, they give Pixis a little moment. Yeah. They're like, oh, thank you, Pixis, for everything, and they blow them up. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> Perfect coin of context, and then yeah. uh, they be and during this, Gabby and Reiner are together because uh, Reiner saved Gabby when all the walls were coming down. Yeah. And then you basically see an image of Reiner's like armor, like like his Titan form outside, like he's already had the body, and all the armor's like ripped off. Yeah. Because Aaron did all the hardening, all of it, which yeah, yeah. very relevant soon. So Reiner's all tired. He's like, oh, I'm so beat up, shit, and he's like, you got it. Fuck, Aaron's gonna fucking destroy the world. Oh, goddamn. We gotta get Falco back. And then it realizes... Hey, please. Aw. And it realizes that Falco um, is with Armin and Mikasa, Connie and Jean. Yeah, who had... And who Connie has decided to go rogue and will be taking Falco to feed him to his mother so he can turn his mother back into a normal person. Yep. Because that was... Because... Armin was like, are you, sh- you know, don't do that. And Connie was like, you literally did that with Bertolt. Yeah. You're fucking dead, dude. <laughs> and then, yeah. like, why can't I? Give me one. Give me one. Yeah. So it's like, I have been in this show for four, depending <laughs> on your count, six seasons. <laughs> and I haven't gotten shit. <laughs> I have had no character development. <laughs> He's not a bit of character, but there's never been a single, I don't think there's, there's no plot that's ever focused on him. I was the second banana to Sasha. <laughs> and who... Who's already a third banana, Max. Yeah. <laughs> I was the banana's banana. Do you know how... Do you know what happens to the banana? Give me an arc. Give, Give it to me. me. An arc. Like the switch, the sweeping arch of a banana. Give me an arc. <laughs> so then what happens is... Uh, so Connie goes rogue and he takes Connie or takes uh, Falco away, which we'll get to at the end of the next episode. Yep. But things are things are piling on, and then uh, Gabby. Oh, and then Gabby saves uh, the blonde head head girl, who who had uh, Sasha save her back in season two. Yeah. And it's this really cool moment where she blows the fucking brains out of the guy, of the Titan. And then everyone does an I am Spartacus when when the rest of the military is like, hey, isn't that that prisoner? Yeah. And they're like, nah, no, no. <laughs> no. No, you're, you're, you're dumb for thinking that one. Yeah. So. They're like, you're dumb and also like... Uh, they gaslit for good. Yeah, and just for a second, you see uh, the girl seeing Gabby as Sasha because yeah. she saved her. Yeah. It was nice. Really good messaging there. Yeah. And then uh, at the end, Gabby... Meets up with Armin and Mikasa, that whole group. Both groups get together. And then Armin's talking with Gabby. Gabby's like, I, uh, Reiner's armor was destroyed. And Armin goes, wait, 
all the hardening when that happened. The same with the walls. Oh my goodness. And the episode ends. And the next episode. Well, it, <laughs> we get that one shot of Annie's free. Annie's and out of the Annie. crystal. And very grossly wet, which, what was the, what was the hardening stuff made out of? Why is she so wet? It was goop. Like, it was 100% goop. I know it looked like ice, but I assumed it was just like. Stone? Yeah. It was goop. It was goop all along. <laughs> Oops, all goop. Goop, I did it again. Yeah, and that's where that episode ends. Yep. Around uh, there. Which gets us to episode 82, Sunset. Yeah. Where a lot of this is uh, focusing on Hitch finding out that Annie is still around. Yeah. That Annie got out of the crystal. Yeah. And then the fallout of that. Because you see, Hitch is in the Tross district. So we're seeing how Aaron's stuff is affecting the rest of the island. Yeah. And shit is fucked. Like, people are, like, destroyed in their houses. Things are bad. Yeah. And the whole time in these two episodes, you just see the fucking colossal titans just walking behind them. Like in previous seasons and shots, it'd be, you know, the wall would always be there. Now it's the titans. But yeah, so Annie has attacked Hitch because she knows, because she recognizes Hitch and knows she can use her as a means to escape the, uh, to escape this fucking world and get back to, uh... To Marley. Yeah. Because Annie doesn't really know what's been... <laughs> like, Annie doesn't quite know everything, and she gets filled in a bit this episode. Yeah. Annie knows everything from the times when Armin could just casually come visit and talk for a bit. <laughs> Which... Basically. Let me tell you. It's come out. Armin hasn't been very, uh... Hasn't been very casual lately. No. <laughs> So that's all been happening, and uh, it's a pretty fun time. We get to see Hitch. We haven't seen her for a while. Yeah, she's talking. She, you know, she's communicating. And like the fucked up thing is, even though a lot of the people have directly seen Aaron's destruction, they're still Jaegerists. Yeah, and they're like, Aaron did this. This was Aaron's purpose. Like we, you know, either it's either them or us, kind of shit. Yeah, and that's uh, bad. And they're yeah. like, oh, things are gonna get bad and violent. And then, uh, so, you know, Hitch and... Aaron is markedly absent from these two episodes. Yeah, we don't see Aaron at all. Yeah. We know he's not doing good things. <laughs> oh, uh, but, but a lot of it is just Aaron is like the Titans out to the sea. Oh, uh, and Mikasa and Armin finally have a, they have a confrontation about Aaron where Armin's finally like, I can't worry about Aaron Yeager's soul anymore. There's a lot of other stuff going on. Yeah, he's Caused like, by him. He's like, shit. He's like, damn it, I just can't. Jasper, no. He's like, I just can't do this shit anymore. So, all that's happening. Yeah. Hitch is filling Annie in. We get a bit of an Annie backstory stuff. Where it's like Annie uh, showcases how her father... Like, she was, a she was an orphan... And her father picked her up yeah. off the steps. And then, like, he basically, like, forced her to, like, be strong and, like, train a lot. Because he wanted her to become, um, you know, an honorary Marleyan or a warrior. Yeah. So that then he could live comfortably. Yeah. And it was kind of fucked up. Once she eventually was strong enough to be, he was, like, he was, like, crying happily. Yeah. <laughs> he was, like, yay! Yeah, and so... What else happened? Okay, so... There you go. 
Flock is back to his old shenanigans. Yeah. So how far into our watching the show did you realize I'd hate Flock? Immediately. Immediately. <laughs> From the first time. Yeah. From the fir my first Aaron Yeager complaint. Pretty. Or the first time Flock shows up is what I mean. Oh. But I was like, yeah, I know. I know you wouldn't like him. Alright, so. What's going on is. Flock is trying to act like. Okay, here's the thing. None of the Jaegerists knew what Aaron was actually trying to do. Hmm. So, not even Flock. Hmm. So, what I read that scene as is what fascists will often do, hmm. where they're like, oh, I knew this all along. Oh, okay. I read the scene very differently in that I thought Flock had been in the know. And Aaron just, like everyone else, could say, could see, yeah, this guy would definitely have been at January 6th. So I'm gonna assume that he's the, uh, that he'd be down with the fascism. I distinctly read that as Flock had no fucking idea. He just had to go along with it to maintain power. Okay. Was what I got. But yeah, so different opinions on Flock. Yeah, so I, I personally reading it as, because I don't think Aaron did tell fucking anybody. If the Jaegers were formed because Aaron was like, yeah, I got a plan, guys, and I'm cool, follow it. And then the Jaegers, once they saw what it actually was, were very much like, holy <laughs> fuck, we never want to, you know, we wouldn't want to have done that. So Flock has to like, you know, convince them that this was the plan the whole time. <laughs> is what I read that. Gotta just trust in the plan. Exactly. Like that shit. So, um, that happening. So that's around. That happens in the episode, and like Flock is like trying to maintain control of the Jaegerists and stuff. And the only other plot point we have left is the very end of the second episode, because. Oh, yeah, we have two. Because, like, one of. Right, let's wrap this up quick. Okay, yeah, I so. Just... So, yeah, the only plot point that matters left is. Like, I know we had yeah, the long them, Yeah, one of them is Connie and Falco. Yeah, but we already discussed that. That didn't, like. Okay, that was a new thing. Well, we know that Falco, Falco thinks Connie's a nice guy who's yeah, helping. Connie's gaslighting him. Yeah, and, and Connie's gonna. You have amnesia. That's all that's going. Uh, but Babe, you're then, acting so crazy. Then, but yeah, then, uh, so uh, Peak is Peak and her general are uh, of the uh, cart are uh, they're uh, out in at, the woods. Yeah, they're looking at the rumbling titans, and they're like, "Shit, we gotta let Marley know." Yeah, then, and they're like, we can't even do anything to stop them. He's like, I know, we just have to like fight to the end. And then we get a, hello! Hello, I'm back in the season now. And Hanji appears with Levi on a cart. Uh, and yeah, so that's where it ends. We're, I'm really excited for the rest of this season, Brandon. Me too. Awesome. So, um, I think the ending of the season is going to be really going to be one of the most fucked up things I've seen in a long time. Okay. But it'll be fun! <laughs> yeah! Alright, so, do we want to do top five anime moments, or is the producer's uh, behavior uh, mixing that? We can do top five. Okay, do you, we both want to do top five anime moments? Yep. Since these episodes are new to you as well for once. Alright. Okay, so, I will go first. We'll keep it uh, quick, so we won't do our usual uh, pizzazz to it. Number five. 
My number five is going to be uh, the sneak attack from the bones of the cart titan. That's my number five, too. Okay. Uh, number four. My number four is going to be uh, uh, the, uh, the drill sergeant uh, appearing before his little fascies and be, his, who betrayed him and being like, Come on, I'll keep you alive and charging in with them. That was a good one. Yes. My number four is um, Zeke Scream. Okay, nice. All right, what's your number three? My number three is going to be uh, Bixis going back for the wine bottle. <laughs> <laughs> Where he's just like, fuck it, I'm already, yeah. I'm yeah. already dead. I must be good fucking wine. <laughs> like, I mean, it's got some spinal fluid in it, but it's still good wine at this point. Yeah. Yeah, my my number three is um my number three is Annie's reveal. Okay. What's your number two? Uh, number two. My number two is Hanji uh, rolling into the river with Levi. Just that whole opening scene was really cool for me. Oh, it was. My number two is um the Ymir backstory montage hmm. after the centipede. <laughs> okay. And number one. Yep. My number one. Yep. Is legitimately the line that. Uh, go home. War is no place for children. Mm. There you go. I know that was a big moment for you. Yeah. It's a it's a good moment. Really, like encapsulates the themes of it. Yeah. What's your favorite? My favorite is. I go more with moments. Or. Oh, shit, if you have the whole thing, sorry. Uh, number two is uh, Stand Up Dad. <laughs> uh, I'm just thinking. Okay, number one is Aaron's final Titan reveal. Okay. Like, transformation. Yeah, awesome. Like, getting his head fucking blown off. Yeah. And then him, like, respawning as a giant, like, ribcage monster. It's pretty badass. Like, horrifying and badass. All right, so, uh, thank you for joining us. Uh, this has been a... I'll say it now because this is the second to last episode of our Attack on Titan series, most likely. I guess the last of three. If there's a movie. I guess it'll be a movie. Uh, This this has been a pleasure to do it. Uh, Yeah, so uh, see you next time, baby. We'll see you then for the rest of Attack on Titan final season part two. Really, it's just season six. But they don't call it that for some reason. So, yeah, follow us on our social medias. Mostly Twitter. It's just Twitter. <laughs> follow our Twitter at PodzillaKOTC and follow our podcast. We post weekly on Fridays unless one of our legs gets broken. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, yep. yeah, follow us on, you know, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, wherever you get your podcast from, you listen to it now, you can follow us there. Yep. So we'll see you next time for, ooh, we're concluding our Godzilla anime trilogy. Yeah. With Godzilla Plenty. <laughs>